Welcome to Survey Booker Sessions. Tune in to hear from people working in a range of industries and roles to provide you ideas that you can take away and use in your own business. I'm your host, Matt Nally, the founder and director of Survey Booker, which is the leading CRM and survey management system for surveyors. So on this week's episode, we've got Simon Barth, who's the CEO of iPlace Global. Thanks for coming on today, Simon. Hey, good to see you again, Matt. Uh, do you want to give us a bit of background as to yeah who you are, what you do? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I'm the CEO of iPlace Global, and one of our brands and products is a proposition called Pin Local. And Pin Local effectively manages the customer discovery for surveying, for removals, and for our conveyancing channels. Awesome, awesome. So, uh, so you provide, provide leads for different players on a is it a paid basis or? Exactly that. So, hey, imagine the scenario. Matt sat on his sofa tonight, gets his laptop open, he Googles, I need a surveyor in Woking. Um, what typically would happen is that the Google results would show a number of our assets, either in the paid ads or in the organic search. Matt would click on one of those, would fill in the details of his surveying requirement for his uh, potential home move. And that, those details would then pass over to us and Matt would be presented with a number of quotes from really high respected, good quality surveying firms that would then contact Matt after the, the form submission to then convert that lead into a job. Awesome. Okay, so that ties, ties us nicely actually into the first topic I'd like to cover, which is uh, the key to converting leads. Uh, I suppose uh, we'll cover this from a general aspect. So how do you convert any lead? But obviously that could include that leads to in local, for example. What, in your um, experience, is the key to converting leads and getting a higher conversion rate? Absolutely. The number one key is to contact that home mover as soon as possible. The, the fact that somebody has taken the time to go on to a surveying comparison website means they're in the journey. They're not tire kickers. We're not that bored that we sit at home and start filling in lead gem forms for surveying. So absolutely the key to conversion is contact that home mover as soon as possible. Now, depending on the, the size of your business, depending on the scale of the business, there's certain ways that that can be achieved. That can be achieved through an automated email. That can be achieved by an SMS. We see great conversion um, from SMS, or that can be achieved from an old fashioned telephone call. But absolutely, the number one key to lead conversion is immediate contact. Yeah, I think that actually ties in with uh, a, a few studies we've we've read, um, which comes down to that. And interestingly, um, I know we didn't um, sort of discuss this before the call, but we did a lead response study, uh, I think back in 2020. So the context is everyone's just coming out of, of lockdown. So perhaps they've had a bit more time. Um, I think it was it was around half that responded within an hour. Um, so the, the, the you know, if you if you're then any later than that hour, then you know they've already spoken to a number of people already. Um, and I suppose the context of that is you've got less value you can add in the conversation. Um, Absolutely. What, what, what is it for you that this makes the speed so important? I think it's the market has changed considerably um, across all parts of the home moving journey. Historically, we were referred our services, we were referred our surveyor, we were referred our mortgage broker, we were referred our conveyancer. But actually, what we see now is that behaviour has changed, and the home mover feels empowered to do their own research uh, to understand the, the difference between. Uh, 
you know, a level two and a level three to understand, you know, what they need in the journey. And so they're happy to do desktop research. We spend an inordinate amount of time on our phones, on our laptops, on our iPads, and these comparison sites, such as the ones that we host at Pin Local, are more prevalent. And I think, you know, it's a competitive market and the the referral partners, I guess, are still going to try and win that referral. So if you're buying leads direct from the consumer, number one is to contact them as soon as possible to, to have the best chance of winning that job. Yeah, interesting. And then what, what, what can you, and this is from your experience, what can you say within your initial response, whether that's by phone or email, to stand out better? So Because, you know, let's say there's four surveyors, they all get in touch within the first 10 minutes. Um, how, what, what can you do with it to make your, the quality of your response better? I th- yeah, it's, it's a really good point. And I think what we've seen definitely since um, the return from the pandemic and from you know remote working is that immediate contact still is very important, but it's about then scheduling a relevant time to discuss. You know, so if, the, if somebody takes a phone call at work, it's not trying to force the sale or the conversion at that point, but actually understanding, hey, is it better for me to give you a call, you know, later on when perhaps you're home or when you pick the kids up or when you've done dinner or tomorrow morning, you know, uh, on your way to the office. And that builds a sense of empathy into that call so that we're not trying to just force that lead conversion down at the first attempt. It's about building trust essentially in the brand. And if you can build that trust through empathy of understanding when the best time is to talk, we see that as a really good uh, aspect to conversion. Awesome. Okay. So on that point, obviously people, it could be during the day they're searching, but as you say, they could be stood in the, the, the queue at the school gates and they're just filling in a form on their phone. So they're not quite ready for a call. Um, but equally, I suppose a lot of people might search at night after work. Do, do you, and therefore, I suppose the point I'm coming onto in my head is that automated response. Um, I think there can be a misconception around that, i.e. it's not personal and no, it's not, but it buys you that time to be able to get in touch when the customer's ready. But on that note, of, of all the searches you see through the system, do, do you, you might not have the stats to hand, but do you know how many are actually during the day, during office hours and how many are outside of that? in terms of a rough split, or you, might, you might not have it available. Yeah, there, there is a there's, there's a strong weighting um, towards the evenings, there's a strong weighting towards weekends, especially for surveying. It feels like a bit of an admin part, doesn't it? It feels, you know, identifying the property, the excitement of getting the property, and then you kind of got to get into the admin. Well, I need I need a surveyor, of course I do. I need a conveyancer, you know, and then down the road, well, I need a removal. So we don't really get excited about those three things. So they tend to be in the periods of, you know, the evenings or the weekends, there tends to be a, sorry, a stronger waiting. Although lead distribution across all of our assets and our, our um, sites would be relatively even throughout the day with slightly picking up in the evenings and weekends. And again, that leads back to that immediate contact. Hey, if you have the resource, if you have the capacity, the capability, then definitely some out of hours lead conversion attempts will will give you great results over competitive quotes cool and and in that automated response if, from your experience are there better things you can put in there to, to to buy you that time like is it is it worth mentioning the fee at that point without maybe not having the chance to discuss it or does the fee help to keep the customer warm are there other things that you can put in there to to, to keep that warmth and, and engagement ready for a, a phone call 
Yeah, where I've seen it work really well is where it's essentially validating what was put in on the lead form, because then that again builds that sense of trust that, hey, if there's a, a, a consistency of data that's being passed through, absolutely confirm the price with a knowledge of the information that the firm has already received, they can commit to this price. Again, that shows uh, a, a level of transparency and consistency with the lead gen originator. Um, so again, just about being very succinct, except that the device that that home mover is typically going to read that on is a mobile phone. Don't flood it with um, too much information, too many page scrolls, really succinct, restate the data that was on the original lead gen form and absolutely have the price front and center. They've come to a comparison site because they are price sensitive. So it's, it's important to make sure that the price don't hide behind that price, you know, have it, have it up there, have it front and center. That, um, so that actually ties in with something we uh, discussed in our first season uh, of the podcast with, with someone from, from a marketing background, which is it's not just the content that you put out, but the, the way you display it um, and the layout being so important. So, and you mentioned about not having reams of, of, uh, you know, of content and endless scrolling. Um, and it's, yeah, it's all about how you write it better, but structure it so that it feels easy to go through and it's more engaging than just a big block of text um, that no one wants to read. So, yes, yeah, that's just as important, I think. Absolutely. A hundred percent. We get overloaded with email communication yeah. and it's important to make sure that you have that ability to stand out. Hey, you can get into the terms and conditions. You can get into everything else at the point where it's relevant. But the home mover, when they're making that decision at that stage, don't need to see that that level of detail. No, that's a very good point. Actually, there's a lot of stuff you can strip out to focus on more, more key bits. And I think the final the final part for me is what you touched on earlier, which is the SMS route, because that's proven to have a much higher um, open rate, isn't it? It really does. Uh, and again, the, the, the evolution of digital comms, right? We used to be overloaded with SMS and then it kind of came out of favor, which means that now I personally can say that every time I receive an SMS, I look at it uh, because it feels strange. It's uh, it's not WhatsApp. It's not an email communication. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, don't discount SMS as a, you know, a cheap uh, and easy to use, but actually a great enabler for conversion. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting point. It's a bit like getting a, a leaflet through the door. You don't get them very yeah. much now, so it stands out a bit. When yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like I said, I, 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 I always read my SMSs. Um, you know, they typically uh, tend to be from uh, just a few providers, but I always, I never have any unread SMSs where I have unread emails and WhatsApps and everything else. Yeah, that's true. I'm a bit similar, actually. I don't like having the unread icon on my SMS, but I don't care yeah. about email. It can keep going up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's something in that, then. Definitely.